Good morning, Alamon Aces. Would someone uh, text me real quick and just let me know I'm coming through loud and clear? We can hear you loud and clear, Megan. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. So, um, welcome all. I hope y'all are having a good morning. It's beautiful outside today. I'm uh, sitting over outside by my pool, and the fountains are running, and it's just a beautiful morning with a cup of coffee, and it's a great day. So um, I just want to thank you guys for being on real quick. I do. I'm, I am grateful for you guys making it a point and making it a priority to to be on this call and to kind of let me share some things that I've learned along the way. And hopefully I can help um, inspire you a little bit to um, build one of the, put one of these habits into your routine throughout this business and, with your, and throughout your life. Um, but also, I, I just wanted to say real quick, I want to... Um, make sure that you guys know as well that these calls are critical to the new people that we're hiring to um, to make sure that we are all aligned and we are all growing together with the same mindset, with the same values. And don't forget to whenever Jonathan or myself or my dad's posting these numbers on band or shooting you a text. Don't forget that you are allowed, you are able to send that text out as well to your people and, and get them on the phone um, to listen in because if it's helping you, it's going to help somebody else too. So, but just if you don't know me already, guys, um, again, my name is Megan Alleman. I have, uh, I know I've met most of you, maybe I haven't met some of you, but uh, I have been with the Alliance for three and a half years uh, working full time. I've been around the Alliance since I was about 14 years old. My, my parents, Mike and Michelle, they started this business back when I was uh, just starting high school. And I remember it pretty clear. Uh, I remember the conversations of mom's gonna be going out of town to go to Connecticut to go help the family. And I remember going to conventions with them. And I just, I remember learning some of these, some of these steps that I'm going to go through today, uh, even back then. So that's what's encouraging about that is none of it's changed. The, the values, the, the eight steps, the, uh, the things that the tools that we use now are and the values that we've, that we used then are still the same today. So that's encouraging. Um, but so I, I just, I just, I remember being there and I remember being around the Alliance and growing up with, with all of these incredible leaders. And I don't know what it would have been like without it, but I sure am glad that I did have that in my corner. And I, and I was able to be poured into by, by people who who believed in me and who believed in 
uh, the system and really just, I'm just grateful for that. So, but yeah, I've, I've been with the Alliance now for three and a half years. Uh, prior to this, I was getting a degree from the University of Houston, uh, a finance degree, and I was managing a restaurant all throughout college. So working about 50 hours a week and uh, going to school. It was fun. I loved it. I've always, I've always loved to work. Um, I've, I've never really been one that just likes to sit down. I need stuff to do. But uh, so I loved doing that. And I, and I didn't necessarily think from when I was 14 that this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> As you guys, you guys all have parents, you know, <laughs> you know, it's not always, you don't want to always do what mom and dad do. But I realized that it wasn't just a mom and dad day. I realized uh, when I got older that it was something, it was the way that I could create a life for myself and not have, um, well, and have freedom. So, so that's where I am. Um, three and a half years in, I love it. I love being able to help you guys um, in the day-to-day and, and just grow in your business and grow individually. I love serving the families. I love um, going out and helping clients. I love uh, helping with them with their families. And the feeling that, the feeling that you get when that's done is just, um, it's awesome. So this call, the Wednesday call is, is really for the eight steps and the phone script. But if you guys are real new with us, you may not know what the eight steps to success is. Um, hopefully you do, but it was the, the first book that Andy Albright, uh, the president and CEO of the company, wrote. He uh, wrote this about, I don't know, eight years ago, maybe. I could be off on that number, but he uh, he put he put what he thought made it made people successful in this business and just in life into a book, and we've kind of all uh, grabbed onto those things and used them throughout our business and through our personal life. But just so you know what they are, first um, step is personal use and. When you come into the business, this is, this is the first thing that we recommend to read, actually. It's one of those staple books for our company, and um, we want you to be aligned with everybody. So this is one of the first books we'll, we'll have you read. But the first step is personal use. And the best people I know that use this step are Andy Albright, Fit, and my parents. <laughs> I mean... I saw a, a binder that my dad had just filled with policies and not just policies from us. I mean, they believed in insurance before they got into the insurance business. Now they, they, they have products just about every single carrier that we partner with now as well. But if you don't, if you don't own what you sell, it's a little bit more difficult to sell it. Right. So those people are, are the biggest users of of the life insurance that, that that I've that I've met and and it's because they believe in it. It's because and and you know at the end of the day, she sells my mom sells a lot more life insurance than the rest of us because she has more. She believes in it more. It just gives you that confidence and belief uh, when you are sitting in front of a family that it matters and that um, it's important. So that's step number one. Step number two is work. Man. Um, 
Another way that we say this around the Alliance is do the do. So work. Um, if you guys are not on band, I want to encourage you real quick just to get on band. And I want you to get on the Albright communication. If you don't know how to get on it, shoot me a text or shoot um, your manager a text. Ask them how to get on band on the Albright communication and the Alamon Aces. I am constantly inspired by the work, just the flat out work that is being posted on band by people all across the country throughout the Alliance. If you guys watch it, you're, I, I, the other day, yeah, the other day, about a week ago, I changed my notifications on bands to make it to where I got notifications every time something was posted. And I know that can be a little obnoxious, but I, I don't want to miss anything. And here's why. It's because if something's posted and it's about someone else who went out and made 200 phone calls and they booked 20 appointments and sat with 10 people and they wrote 15,000, that fires me up. That inspires me. And I don't want to not see those kinds of posts. Um, so if you don't have that on, I know it, it, it's really, I know sometimes it can be a lot of notifications, but it's, it's good notifications. It's, it's helping you um, have the right mental attitude when you're out in the field that it can change at any moment. You don't know what you're walking into. You don't know who you're about to be sitting in front of, and you can really help that family. And the numbers all play out. It's all it is is work. So if you're not watching that, man, you're missing out. Uh, Evan Patzer, Jeremy Patton, those guys post some good, good stuff. Uh, Lee, Lee Reyes about referrals. Um, so, so don't, don't miss that. The third eight steps to success is listen. I love this. I love this step because I can be a good listener. Um, and this is, this is applies to um, when you're mentoring with whoever you're mentoring with, or this also applies to when you're sitting in the home with the family. There's a quote in the Eight Steps book, not written by Andy, but written by someone else. But uh, God gave man two ears, but only one mouth, that he might hear twice as much as he speaks. So when we're talking about listening, um, if you go into someone's home and you're there to lead and serve with your heart um, and you really care about that person that you're meeting, the, the fear that you have won't be all the way there. If, you, if you're there from a place of uh, a genuine place that you care about this family sitting in front of you and you're wanting to serve, and you just go in there and you sit down and you make eye contact and uh, you don't interrupt them. You acknowledge what they're saying. You try to mimic their, uh, their body language, the way that they're sitting. If they've got their hand underneath their chin, put your hand on your chin. If they're sitting with their hands in their lap, sitting back in the chair, sit with your hands in your lap, back in the chair. What this does is it makes, it makes the person in front of you feel more comfortable with you because you're like them. 
And it also helps you understand where that person is coming from, or at least it's supposed to. So you can try to, if you try to be like them, you'll be able to understand them better, which um, will take you a long, long, long way if you're there to just serve. So that is number three. Number four um, and the eight steps is, is to read. Some of the people that I that I'm close to and that you guys are close to um, are the best at this step. And I'll admit, this is not my strongest one. But Jonathan and my mom, Michelle, both of those people, y'all, they read like crazy. Um, don't don't forget about that step. That's one of those ones that that keeps your mind and your heart right, and it keeps you it keeps you focused on what you've got to be focused on, and not focused on everybody else's stuff or uh, or what's going on outside of you that you cannot control. All of these things they compound, and and if you need a little bit of reset readings or listening to audio material is the best way to, to get is the best way to get you back on track where you're mentally where you're mentally and emotionally you've got to be. Okay. So number five, attend all meetings. My man Corey, man, he's one of the ones that just stands out in my head of someone who never misses a meeting. And man, that's so important. Um, and what I mean by attend all meetings is things like hotspots. And I'm not saying to go to every single hotspot that's in your city. That in Houston, we've got five. We don't want you to be going every night to a hotspot or to your local meeting, but we do want you to be plugging in somewhere. You know, plug into where uh, you know you can plant your roots and help that team grow there, and and commit. Just commit to it every week. It's one of the non-negotiables. I can't tell you how much this helped me along the way because it's not always the easiest thing when you're battling with your, you know, internally with something and and um, to speak out to somebody and ask for help. And when you're at the meeting, someone in that meeting might be going through the same thing as you. And if they mention it or if they teach on something, and you miss that, well, you know, it's, it's, it's just a good habit to build. It's a good place to be. There's nothing but encouragement. It definitely won't hurt. What I've always said is either I need the meeting or the meeting needs me. And I know that in my soul. So regardless of whether I want to be there or not, it's my duty to you guys um, to be there, whether it feels good or not. So uh, the other the other thing I mean by attend all meetings is conventions. We've got family reunion coming up in uh, North Carolina in July. I don't remember the last time I've missed one. I I it was before I was it was before I was in the alliance. I haven't missed one uh, since I became active and actually working with the alliance. So those big conventions, they're they're not 
that's where you build those lifelong relationships with each other. That's where you, uh, that's where you meet the carriers. That's where you get relationships with them. So when you need a friend, you can phone a friend. It's a big deal uh, in this industry. And I'll tell you, our reps, if they like you, they, they're going to help you. <laughs> and if they don't like you, well, we've got, we've got relationships with them. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I'm just playing. But the attend all meetings, the other thing is the sales meeting. That I think is, uh, these are just some of the important ones that I wanted to highlight. Sales meeting in the TWC and your own team meeting. I know that we are going to be creating um, small group meetings with just about five to 10 people. Um, it'll be your team. So either if you're on me and Jonathan's team or you're on my parents' team or you're on the Thomas team or the Adcock team, just know in the back of your mind that pretty soon there's going to be starting up just a team for, or just a call for your team to go over numbers and the nitty gritty and things like that. Um, but the sales meeting is huge. That's where, I mean, Sid's has been doing this meeting for 20, almost 20 years. And um, he's put a lot of heart and soul into this meeting. And it, it creates accountability for you. Um, you get to know all the, where everybody in our, in our group stands. And that's a big deal. So the TFUC, this one is ran by the president and CEO of the company, Andy Albright, on a weekly basis for an hour and a half. Where else do you know that a, that a CEO of, of a company gets on a, on a call every single week, a video call, and uh, for an hour and a half and just teaches? Um, the TWC is a big one for me. I don't ever miss that. These are things at the beginning of the week when you're putting, in, when you're putting your schedule together. These are those big blocks. These, this is the education part that you put in first, right? Um, so, so make sure that when you're putting your meeting or your, your schedule together that you're not forgetting about these meetings. Number six, be teachable. Um, someone that comes to mind when I think of be teachable is Katie Williams. She has uh, just really impressed me over the last couple of years, her growth and, and things like that. But she, um, if you guys don't know who Katie Williams is, she's out of San Antonio, but she makes an effort to come be in Houston every other week, just about, and stays here. And she's close to my mom. She's trying to learn. She's trying to get better and she's getting uncomfortable that she can do that. She's being teachable. She's not questioning. She's just saying, what do I need to do? Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Um, she's got childlike faith when it comes to that. And she's just doing what, what the leaders are, are telling her works and it's working. She's had some of her best months recently. So that's just someone who comes to mind. And, and when I think of being teachable, I think it, Someone else I think of is like, is Evan Patzer. I'm going to bring him up again. You guys need to go back on, on band. It was a couple days ago. And I, I've been screenshotting some of this stuff just so I don't have to scroll back through it later and screenshot it. And he talked about, he, he posted a picture of what his activity book looked like when he first started. 
and what his activity looks like now. And because he was teachable, because he listened, because he read, because he attended all meetings, because he bought a policy on himself, because he worked, because he was accountable, because he's positive, he got better. His numbers changed drastically. Uh, so just know that it is a process, and as long as you're plugging in and, and you're letting you're letting the system and the leaders teach you and you're willing to grow and you're willing to listen, you're going to get better. Um, my mom was making, you know, 400 dials a week for a long, long time. And now she makes about 80 to 100, 120, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's lower, but you've got to work that up. You've got to build that muscle. So, be teachable. Number seven is to be accountable. Um, some people just in our group that I think of when I think of being accountable, uh, Wendy LaPointe, she has made herself accountable to herself and to the team because she has opened up a hot spot in New Orleans. She has been running the Baton, helped running the Baton Rouge hot spot. She, um, has opened up an office. These are all things that, that whether you want it or not, they create accountability to, to, your, to the team, to your upline, because you've got to show up. So I challenge you to something or to make yourself go outside your comfort zone a little bit and do something that's going to make you be accountable. Um, and then number eight, communicate with a positive attitude. Jeff went over that beautifully last week. Um, if you if you did not listen to last week's call on communicating with a positive mental attitude, go back and listen to it. It was recorded. Jeff did amazing. So it's a big deal. So the last couple of minutes, I'll go over the phone script and um, just a few things about the phone script. If if you're putting in the numbers, guys. You can't beat the numbers, and the numbers can't beat you. Remember that. And when you do sit down to make dials, I, the most important thing when you are about to make dials is to get your mind right. You don't want to call somebody and try to book an appointment and have a sour, you know, sound on the other end of the line. They're not going to want to book with you. So make sure that you're that you're mentally in the right place and talk yourself up. I love dialing the phone. That's how you'll see us do that. That's why Paul Medicino chants those things. People can't wait to talk to me. It puts you in that space of, all right, these people are ready for me to call. They're waiting for me to book appointments. I cannot wait to call these people. And once you get to the first 15 minutes of dialing y'all, it gets a whole lot easier. <laughs> if you can pump yourself up, and then, and then just sit there for 15 minutes at least, nonstop dialing. It'll get better. So, phone script. Um, I'll just do a phone script whenever I'm calling any of my leads. Really, um, I'm using the same phone script. It's it's not switch, not switched up very much. Now there are a few different types of leads. And depending on the lead that I'm dialing, 
that will determine where I'm going to be calling from, but that's it. So if I'm dialing a TV final expense lead, here's what I say. So ring, ring, I say hello. And I say, hello, Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, this is Megan. I'm just giving you a call back from the Senior Benefit Center over here in Harris County. And I got the request on my desk. You had called into my office a couple of days ago in regards to the TV commercial that you watched. And your code word was Shiloh. Do you remember doing that? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, perfect. Well, Jonathan, my simple job, I'm just the lady that they've put in charge to get this information out to you. They have me scheduled over near your neighborhood tomorrow and on Friday. What time of day are you typically around the house? Are you normally home in the morning, afternoon, evening? And he'd answer. Or if I don't say that, I say, um, do you have any other doctor's appointments scheduled tomorrow or Thursday? And they'd answer. And um, you'd pick a time. So it's 4.30 or 6 o'clock better. They'd choose. Perfect. Well, hey, Jonathan, grab a piece of paper for me. I'm going to give you my name and a confirmation code just so you know it's me when I get there. And I'll say, let me know when you're ready. Once they have the pen, I'll spell my name for them. My name is Megan. It's M-E-G-A-N. Confirmation code is 126819. And I drive a black Honda SUV. So you'll see me pull up in that, okay? And then... Um, Confirm, confirm the address. This is all tie down stuff. They live at 123 Main Street. Okay, perfect. Now, is there anything outside of the house? Is, like, is, the, is the address on the mailbox or is it on the street? Or I just want to make sure I go to your house and not the neighbors. And then they're going to tell me where it's at. Okay, perfect. What color car will be in the driveway? What color is the house? Now, do I use the front door or the side door? These are all things that walk them to their home. So in their mind, it's creating, they're watching you come to their house. So it's creating a more solid appointment, more likelihood for them to be there. Now, at the end, now, Jonathan, is there any reason or is there anybody else who helps you make these kinds of decisions? Let's just say it's him. So it's just him. Okay, perfect. Well, um, I do work by appointment basis only, so please try not to forget about me. And give me about a 15-minute window on either side of 6 o'clock, but I'll see you tomorrow night. Perfect. All right. And that's it. That's the phone script. Now, if I'm calling a mortgage lead, the only part that changes to that is the very beginning, um, where I'm calling from. So, um, that's all I got for you guys today. I hope that helps. Tomorrow, we will be going over the ATM in-home presentation. Um, so get your people on. Go out there and kill it today. Put an audio in when you're on the road. Put yourself in a good mental place. Um, and I challenge you to just go through the eight steps this week, the eight steps book, and pick one of those that you feel like rate, rate yourself on them. And then Pick the one that you're not best at and try to just get a little bit better at it this week. So that's all I got for you guys. I love y'all.
go out there and kill it this week. I'll talk to you all tomorrow.